What up, y'all? This is the Founder Hour podcast. I'm your co-host, Pat. I'm Posh. And we're joined today by none other than Lexi Pantera. What's poppin'? How's it going, Lexi? <laughs> I'm great. Thanks for being on the show. Glad to be here. Thanks yeah, for So this is actually me. the first time we're meeting yes. for context. And first time we're doing a podcast outside. So it's perfect weather for this. Of, it is. A lot of first. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and, but nobody will know that it's outside because the sound is so beautiful. It's crisp. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy the nature sounds. <laughs> yeah. And uh, big announcement. This is actually our 100th episode. Ow! What so thanks for being a part of that moment. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big one hundred, yeah. pretty big. Never thought we'd get here. I That's think thirteen cool. is like the sweet spot for podcasts. I think after thirteen, it's yeah. Like when we first you're started, on your way. When we first started, somebody came up to me. He's like, "Oh, you know, it was episode two. and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, dude, you guys are killing it! Like, awesome first two episodes." And like the second one was like the Tender Greens founder. So they thought like we were like big, Lo- we like had Tender deal. Greens today. Yeah. Shout out to Tender there Greens. There you go. Two shout outs in like a second. Um, Hashtag and, not an ad. Yeah. So this, this guy was like. <laughs> Hashtag <dude>. Amy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hear that, Eric? Better, better hashtag. So once he's like, you guys got to get to 13 and then you're official. And I was like, why? He's like, most podcasts drop off after 13. Uh... Yeah. Because you just, a lot of folks do the podcast on their own. Like there's not an interview or there's not a discussion. And there's oh, only so just, much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can talk about, like you know, there's people that are so like have very niche topics, yeah, that's and they'll true. discuss water bottles or like wines and stuff, and well, eventually you can bring just in anybody together. you want. Exactly, discussions yeah, can exactly. go for days. No limit, exactly. No limit. So, so you came are. with a squad today. Who's who's with us? <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend Brian. What's up, Brian? My cousin Africa, and my brother Isaiah. Thanks, they look man. exactly like me, don't they? Absolutely. <laughs> Like carbon coffees. I have a very <laughs> mixed family, let me tell you. I'm excited to learn about it. Yeah. So why don't we just jump right in, like talking about kind of your upbringing, childhood. Let's go from there. Uh, where did you grow up? What were you like as a kid? I grew up half here in LA and half in Sacramento. Okay. Literally kind of just even elementary, just like back and forth, back and forth. My dad lived in LA. My mom lived in Sacramento. My brothers are my mom's side. And then I have two sisters on my dad's side. Um, so I kind of grew up with my, you know, younger brothers. I'm the oldest of six now. Hmm. The younger one is, uh, one. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> really? My dad's crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, I have two, two sisters, three younger brothers. Um, yeah, back and forth my whole life. Always in dance and singing classes and stuff. Always wanted to, you know, do music. Um, and then junior year, I finally officially like stayed here and moved here. I was like, I want to stay here. I can't do this in Sacramento. Wow. Junior year of high school? Oh. Junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And why were you going back and forth? <laughs> why was I going back and forth? Yeah. I mean, just to visit family, obviously. Okay, so you had family in yeah. Sacramento. Family. Yeah, Sacramento and then family in LA. My dad was here pretty much my whole life. So um, always back and forth, but I wanted to take the industry serious. And I knew I, I just didn't think I could do it in Sacramento. And I, I grew up in the hood over there and like just not around anything mm-hmm. that I had here. My dad was kind of had more money and, and my mom was little more lower class yeah. you know so i just knew that if i came to los angeles where dreams come true yeah. and it's insane here it is. um that something better you know would happen so. and like we were saying i mean going back to the los angeles topic like that's why when pat and i were sitting down in his garage and we were like we got to sit down with folks in la because we were always inspired by these stories and we knew our friends uh who were founders of companies and who were creators creators mm-hmm. and influencers and whatnot and we're like well, let's just get them behind the microphone and let's share these stories right it's important for people coming up yeah like, I, wanting to know how to yeah because yeah. we listen to all these podcasts of like very successful folks and we couldn't really relate to them because they were so deep in their careers you're like but how did you get that phone call right. like, exactly, right. exactly like, yeah. and then you yeah. know asap rocky called me you're, yeah, like, you're like how mm, that happened there's a lot that's of, not like, really yeah. what happened you know exactly. like yeah you know so like for us it was more about how do we you know 
talk to these people while they're still in the hustle, like yeah. while they're still in the struggle. That's cool. Because that's what people like when our listeners listen, they're like, oh shit, like we're not necessarily like a you know half far off a social yeah. media influencer <laughs> but like in our industry we have these similar struggles and this is what that person did to get out of it and here here That's we are today important. so it, it's mm-hmm. been great to build that community but when did you, when what did you want to do when you were in high school before you decided junior year that you're coming back here i've always wanted to sing my entire life so i knew i wanted to be a pop star um luckily because a lot of kids don't know what they want to do I, was I feel like, like a lot of kids want to be pop stars, though. Well, that well, that is yeah. true. Yeah. But I was really. How like, did you know it was like I a will... real like, or or was it until like you made it real? Like, was it like did, were you, did you feel like you were on a track to be a pop star when you were a kid? No. Okay. I did musicals and like in high school and like junior high and stuff like that. Like I sang, you know, national anthems at the school plays and like events and talent shows. I mean, no, I had no idea what it was like to actually try to pursue that career. Mm-hmm. No. But you got, did you get some sort of like positive reinforcement from like the people around you? Like, hey, oh, you're family good at- is just. Fa- besides go family. For it. family, oh, I'm like, family is good. like, yeah, no, I luckily <laughs> had the family that was like yeah. 100%, we have your back with whatever you want. Yeah. Um, around me, yeah, I mean, people told me they i hadn't i didn't know anybody in that sort of industry mm-hmm. my dad was in movies okay so he did stunts and not he didn't make it crazy big but he did you know stunts here and there and like uh he was kind of in the industry didn't really know anything with music i kind of just fell in and and learned about it all my own on my own mm-hmm. um but on my mom or on my dad's side, my grandmother was a very famous Persian songwriter, poem, mm. uh, poet. And so she wrote for the like the biggest like uh, singers in Iran, right? Like Gugush. She Not Gugush, but <laughs> Hedian. A lot of yeah. people like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, she might, honestly, she might have even written for her. But anyways. Yeah. Um, so, but she passed away seven days before I was born. My dad was too young to even know about the industry or what it was, you know, anybody in the industry. So that kind of just like passed away. Like I didn't have any connections from it, nothing like that. But where did so, like that passion come from? Did it just like, was it just always there? Yeah. As, as far I as I don't you can know. Remember? Yeah. I just wanted to sing. Like huh. my mom was like, I'm singing Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, like in the background, like in the car, just wailing, like screaming, you know. So she's like, obviously, she wants to be a singer. Like, yeah. and I they don't were know, super supportive came. of that. Like, just put you in everything they can, all the classes and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, all the dance classes, a couple singing classes um, here and there. I hated singing classes. I thought every one of them was terrible. Then I moved to Los Angeles. And I took classes at Millennium Dance Studio because mm-hmm. I was a dancer. So, Isn't I mean, it like it's just known. Here? It's in North Hollywood. Okay, yeah. That's so, cool. it's just a known dance studio. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes there and I knew that. I just, from word of mouth, whatever. So, I just started going there, taking classes all the time. Met a lot of people, dance people there. You know, everyone was dancing for like Britney Spears mm-hmm. and like and sing like crazy yeah. people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is what I need to be around. So, my first time actually taking music serious was a girl group that I was in when I was about 16 or 17. Um, I was just in dance class. A, a father, one of the girls' fathers came up to me. He was like, do you sing? And I'm like, hell yeah, I sing. Oh, yeah, like, I'm manager. a singer. Yeah. yeah. It was a father. He's, he's a great guy, Steve. <laughs> um, and he used to be in an old school band, so he, mm. he knew everything about music, right? So that was kind of like my first in where he was like, I have a girl group. We need another girl. You know, come by the house, come sing for us. And the girls were in class taking class with me. So 
that was my very first ever like yeah. experience with anything like and, that. And for dancing, like, did you feel like that was kind of like you wanted to dance to, or be able to dance well to be able to help you in your music career? Or was it kind of just like two different passions you had and you just, weren't sure? Just love to dance, love yeah. to sing. Yeah. Um, honestly, I wasn't even that good of a dancer because I felt like I didn't belong in the dance community at all. They were way too good. Mm. I wasn't that good yet. I'm still not that good, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not that good. So I felt like it didn't really belong there. And then there was girls that were around me that were 17 already, like, killing it in the, in the music game. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, where do I, like, how do I, I get in there somewhere, yeah. you know? Do you yeah. remember what you did to try to get on that path again? Or, or like, to be one of those folks that you said were already in the game, were already, I guess, killing it? Or I guess this was the first start was just the... Girl, like the girl group. What was it called? LXL, League of Extraordinary Ladies. Okay, there was I like, like four, or four or five of us. <laughs> it was kind of hard because some of them lived in other cities and like. Oh, okay. It was a very small thing. Yeah. We weren't signed. We went to a label once. It didn't sign us. Um. And like, but that was my what, first time, time in the studio. This? And like, because he had a home studio. Yeah. I was sixteen, seventeen. Okay, so that was like. Uh, early. It was in two thousand. Early two thousands. Oh, so it's like the era six, of like girl seven, groups. Seven, two thousand eight. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, the girl groups after. weren't super. Yeah, maybe yeah. pussy. Uh, pussy got doll kind of yeah. almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was my first time really in the studio, actually knowing what recording is, all that you know, doing choreography with the girls, practicing with our microphones. Mm-hmm. What was your experience that, like with did. the labels? And, you know, you said that you guys were trying to get signed. We was went to po- like two different labels. And it wasn't a positive experience? So luckily because the manager knew people. He brought us in a label. You know, you get dressed up. You're like yeah, dressed yeah. and pressed. Yeah. Like we are nervous. Like they might make us sing and, you know, sing in front of them. We just go in and you're just sitting there. You just meet the A&R, I guess, and shaking hands, talking about your music Nothing happened from it though. It didn't. Not, it didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get picked up. Um, Are you glad it didn't go anywhere? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea how it would have gone. I feel like life would have been probably a lot different if it did go somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Huh. I mean, I like things happen for you know. I, like reason, I don't huge. know. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm actually thinking of the maybe opposite. Like, maybe yeah. better. Yeah, because yeah. you hear so many bad deals yeah. and stuff. So I've never been stuck in one. I've been independent. So. I feel very lucky because mm-hmm. now I hear bad deals all the time. And I'm like, thank God I'm not in that. And thankfully, like, there's been so many, like, technology's advanced so much where it's, like, not You can even try the, to do the it on first, your own. Exactly. easier this way. Yeah. So how long was the life of LXL? Like, it was only for maybe two years-ish. Okay. We opened up for Keith Sweat, which is hilarious because it was just, like, I mean, he's super old school to us, yeah. too. Yeah. But it was, like, a thing. Like, he's the first celeb. So I was like this is cool you know mm-hmm. my mom was there like they're all in the audience like Ooh. yeah um that was that was interesting but then i decided to leave that's when the group split up because i was like i want to be solo i was 19 i think i met someone at a pool at the w hotel because my uncle lived at the w mm. um or a w above catsia i don't know not the w above catsia in hollywood there's like a an apartment complex okay. there Met a random producer, flashy. I was like, he has to be someone, like your typical yeah. cheesy Hollywood dude. And he came up to me and my dad, my family, we were all there. And he's like, you know, what did your daughter do? We were just like all talking. And then we found out he was a producer. He's worked on some big records. And that was my second step. And it was so random, mm-hmm. meeting at a pool, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second step into, okay, now I'm going to do a little bit of a solo career. Start working on records and just even more, just 
drilling, you know, dancing, yeah. makeup artists coming in, them changing my wardrobe and how I just everything. Yeah. You know? And before we get into I'm because I'm curious to like hear how that all that went. I remember you mentioned like you didn't like singing class. Why why didn't you like singing class? Like was I it the structure? Was I don't know. I felt like they were terrible. I don't know what it was. They just, were bad at teaching. I never liked school and, and being taught things, I think. I don't have patience for it. So I just feel like I just didn't like it. I don't know. So where did I you I found one now that I really love. Yeah. But it did you have like this innate ability to sing well? Or like was it just from listening to music? Like <laughs> it's funny because I've always thought that I could sing. And now I listen to like older records and I'm like, ooh, I've came a long <laughs> way. Like yeah. Yeah. twenty million times better now. Yeah. But, like, I've, I've had a voice, yeah. I didn't have to, like, learn how to sing. It just came natural. Okay. Yeah. So um, now you're, like, I mean, you got signed by the producer or no. you were just working um, with the producer? We were just working, had, a, like, an agreement. Um, and we just did a couple records. And, again, he took me to a label. Mm-hmm. Um, I performed in front of Jimmy Iovine, which is a huge, you know. The biggest. The biggest mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the time, my whole theme was, like, a mixture between the Pussycat Dolls and Lady Gaga. So they put a star on my face. This was right before Lady Gaga came out, mm-hmm. right? They had a star on my face, black long hair, leather shorts, thigh-high boots, coming out just like 19, fucking Pussycat yeah. Doll Girl yeah. alone. But the thing is, is Jimmy Iovine had the Pussycat Dolls at the time, and they were about to release Gaga. So it just did not. They're like, we have you already. I'm like, right. Okay. And, and whose idea was all that? Was it? It was the, the producer's idea. So he didn't really know how to. I guess not. Maybe he didn't know what was going on. You know? Yeah, he didn't have the connections to know what was coming up. Yeah. 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 Or maybe yeah. he did, and he tried to mimic it. To be honest, right. I was Who, 19. I didn't really know. I was just yeah, like, yeah, you like, didn't know the, you didn't that's know the business cool. Like, yeah. yeah. So I was just going with the flow. I'm like, I'm sexy. I'm cute. I'm like, well, yeah. let's do it. You know. And when, what was your name? But like, what did you go Lex by? Lex Luther. Lex Luther. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like there's like a rapper or producer. She was like a badass, like girl lex luther just like a little villain girl you know huh. okay. it was like that vibe yeah so you yeah. did you did you end up graduating high school i did yeah absolutely. and then you went to college or no <laughs> i tried to go to college for about three years got nothing done mm-hmm. and then i was Sounds like dad like i need to drop out i hate school he's like yeah. are you sure i'm like absolutely and he's like okay welcome to the full throttle life i was like what's that mean <laughs> he's like you just do what you want from here you gotta figure it out was that scary for you no, I knew I didn't want to go to school, so I was like, "Fuck this." But well, but but the alternative of what am I going to do? Like, did you ever have that thought of like, how am I going to, you know, make a living, or how am I going to spend my time? Am I going to be productive? You know, am um, I going to pursue my passions? Like, what were the thoughts in that? I know you were like what nineteen, twenty yeah, years old. You said, yeah, living with my dad. Yeah, so so my dad is a Persian dad, so like we have the yeah. you know thought of we stay at home until marriage sure. type of thing. So sure. I knew I always had a home, so I didn't have to go through the struggle of like where am I going to live. So I'm blessed with that. Yeah, some people don't have that, and then they're For screwed. Sure. You know, it's, sure. it makes it even ten times harder. So luckily, I had my place. I could stay at home. Um, I always worked though, like even from high school, like I'd always want to make money. So I was like selling you, you know, Pokemon cards. Like I was yeah. always on my hustle. So I taught, I started teaching like, you know, dance classes at um, middle school, like after school programs and just did that while I'm trying to still be a singer, you know. Even though you felt like you weren't good at dancing, you were teaching. Yep. I was teaching. And, I was like, I could te- definitely teach middle school kids yeah. that live in the valley. Like they <laughs> yeah. don't I'm really dance at all. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. can teach them something. Yeah. yeah. And so was the idea <laughs> like Forever Twenty One, I worked, you know, just a couple jobs and hookah bar and like just random things. Mm. We got a hookah right here. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw. <laughs> uh 
Gotcha. And so, like, when did it become like officially like, all right, I'm I'm on the right path to getting to where I want to be? Like, was it after college when you or you when you left college or? God, it's just I feel like there's so many levels to what I've been doing so far, and like, yeah. just singing wise, it's always been. I mean, the business is like hardcore. Yeah. And I've learned that. Everyone tells you that, you know, but you don't really know until you're really in it. It's it definitely, you know, it's about right timing. I don't think it has anything to do with talent, to be honest. Hmm. Um, I'm and, sure, yeah, and, I'm sure we could all name niche, some artists. You know, niche so things. Yeah. But that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. There's people that are just crazy and fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what, what is it that you've learned most about the business throughout the years in terms of the difficulty of it and whether it's breaking through or just even the smaller challenging things that happen day to day i think it's just finding uh who you are as an artist that's always been hard because i like to sing. for instance for me it's always been a, a struggle because i like to sing edm music dance music r&b music uh i like to skip you different genres right. and when you come out you aren't supposed to do that you're like you yeah. have to pick a lane and go through that yeah. lane and then once you make it you can do whatever you want and i'm like right. fuck that like mm -hmm. i like to do everything so i'm now I have good music like that I want to put out and I'm like I don't give a fuck like I'm putting all of it out yeah. and you're either going to like it or not you know yeah. mm -hmm. no one's going to tell me I can do it or can't do it mm -hmm. so and we talk about that a lot with like a lot of the folks that we sit down with a lot of the entrepreneurs that like to do everything and the reason why they became entrepreneurs was because they didn't like to follow rules and they didn't like to go to school yeah they didn't like the laws and all that <laughs> kind of stuff but and we Pat always talks about you know generalist versus specialist and you know being good at one thing versus jack of all trades and at yeah. times i think it's hard to be a jack of all trades because people want to listen it's easy to, to be a jack EDM of all trades but it's hard to like make, get, make it yeah. right because yeah. somebody mm -hmm. wants to listen to let's say edm music they they want to think of an edm artist right or they want to mm -hmm. think of somebody that specializes in roofing not somebody that also does plumbing and roofing right like you know just know. Completely switching the professions but um how has that been a challenge for you i know you said that you it's love been a doing major it. challenge yeah. with labels yeah they're like well who are you as an artist i'm like i'm fucking myself what right. do you mean who am i as an artist but even like, in this day and age i write about this uh-huh oh, oh, oh absolutely are you signed I'm now still, no 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 i'm okay. independent so you were you ever signed no i've never been okay. signed um this whole this whole time i think has been about that and i've just been fighting back with that because i, I i'm not comfortable with it i don't feel i don't want to so you, you don't want to get signed? I know. I don't want to be in like one, one oh, niched right. lane. Right. Yeah. And luckily I have a platform where I can try to use it to actually put out what I want. Although mm -hmm. it's still a struggle because mm -hmm. now I'm niched into another thing. Mm -hmm. The niching thing is tough. It is. That's the hardest thing for me right now in the business is transitioning from one thing to having people take you serious as something else. Yeah. I think That's it, been I, my most struggle. I think it's a generational struggle. I think that, you know, Pat and I also, you know, are millennials. And I think that because we have access to so much more information than the previous generation mm -hmm. at a higher rate of, you know, speed, we like a lot more things because we can digest a lot more things at a quicker time. And so yeah. we want to be in business, but we also want to be involved in like charities and we want to be involved in music and we want to be involved in the arts and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. That's but, how I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, and so I want to be involved in everything. everything. Yeah. And, and, and like, because internally you're like, that's what satisfies me. Like that's what makes me yeah, happy. Yeah. Right? But again, to the outside world, whoever that may be to society who is also like us still wants yeah. that like, 
one track mind artists like yeah you know, which i don't, I don't get, I don't, I really I don't get it's kind of bullshit because there are plenty of people understand. out there that are really good at a bunch of yeah. things and have made it very successful in all those different things right like renaissance people or but then people say like label just managers just labels everyone in the business i ran across you need to pick one thing you need to stick to that thing then you can move on to another thing were these like like kind of people that have been in the industry for a long time that have some like have been older... some haven't been yeah I mean, I've had but they're, they're, a, they're a, learning a huge manager once. Yeah. Recent, my recent manager, which I left, and same thing, just everyone. I'm like, this fuck, that sucks. Like, yeah. I don't like it. So, what have you like? I mean, in those times where people are telling you something and you're like, kind of struggling with like agreeing with them because they're like, I believe this. Very like, wishy washy. Who, who do you turn to like at that I point? Get, I get wishy washy, and that's yeah. where you got to really be like, well, what do I like? What do I want to do? So it's do you have some easy. sort of like mindset or like framework, if you will, like that you go by where it's like every time you hear this or every time you deal with a situation, you turn to this and it's always worked for you? Nope. Just, haven't figured that out. Just go with the flow. Out. Yeah. Huh. Just kind of what I'm feeling. Um, you know, my dad always has some good advice for me, although I hate listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's always, he's telling me some good stuff. Um, honestly, my boyfriend um, he's been helping me a lot with creative direction and, and kind of doing, you know, making sure I'm going to the path of what I really want to do and makes me happy and not listening to so much around me, which it's easy to listen to everyone around you, especially like the followers and the fans yeah. and like they all want different things. Right. So you're like, OK, yeah. like, to be honest, I can't really listen to them. I have to just do what I like doing. That's the only option. Right. You know, what, what is that? Like, what is your purpose and what is the thing or the things that fulfill you and at the end of the day you're like regardless of what these managers are saying regardless of what the music mm -hmm. execs are saying like i feel like content uh obviously making music is something i really love to do and all of my songs have been about relationships <laughs> so love is i have love on my arm it's tatted on me in farsi and love is just like kind of the root of all of it so all my songs are about love in Los Angeles and what you go through, you know, dating here and just my experience, which I think a lot of girls could relate to. Right. That's my, that's my theme. To play devil's advocate, do you think that the reason why a lot of the music folks say that you should pick one thing is because it's easier to market for them? Yeah, I think it's all about marketing. Yeah. So how do you- They like, want to go directly to your page and know exactly who you are. Right. You know, which that's hard because I'm multiple things. For sure. But mm -hmm. what have you done to combat that? Because clearly you're still going, you're still making music. Like mm -hmm. you haven't been discouraged enough to be like, I'm out, like I'm yeah, done with this. Yeah, no, I haven't. What is it that you've done to combat that or, or what is it that you think can be done? Because I'm sure there's going to be, you're not going to be the first or the last person in the music industry that's going to be like, I want to do things my way. I want to be my own artist. Mm -hmm. I want to make my own music. I don't mm -hmm. care about the genre. I don't care about what you say. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to happen, especially with the, like with the current generation and the they don't really give a shit about like labels and being told what to do. They'll mm -hmm. like, they'll take less money to make, to have more freedom. Yeah. So what is it like, what has your like well, you know, strategy been? I know now Gary, when I was on Gary V's podcast, yeah. he told me stop waiting on your content and just drop your songs. Why are you not releasing? He's <laughs> like release. I literally probably heard him tell me to drop my music yeah. 20 times in yeah. like yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cause a lot of us artists are very scared to drop our music. Yeah. Um, I was probably sitting on, I don't even know how many records that I haven't released. Um, I feel like a big regret of mine is that I haven't released enough. So mm. to be honest, I haven't 
I haven't released enough to even see what the reaction would be yet for everyone. Mm. So I'm just kind of just now I have a big vision and a plan to drop my music and I'm just going to go for it. And I'm still in the process. So I'm going to see what's going to happen. So honestly, I don't have an answer. I feel like traditionally like that, like, uh, artists like were really focused on like either creating an album or like one big single so they take a long time mm-hmm. but like it's about it's easier to do rap i think when like you just <laughs> drop like singles yeah, and then, but yeah. like i know he says that a lot like i think he talked to like russ one time and now russ drops his new single every, every single week yeah and i don't think I've he's ever had an this. album i could yeah. be wrong but uh how does that like did i mean is that something that you want to implement or yeah so now i have a couple singles that have nothing to do with my project that i'm working on so i'm going to be dropping those with content and just pushing them and then, because I have to have music out, and then I want to drop my project. Okay. So I'm definitely going to be dropping way more music than I've ever my whole life. Yeah. In the in the next year. Mm-hmm. And you said you don't you don't have a manager right now. No manager. So no, me you... and my lawyer are just. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Right. Just pushing. Pounding contract. How, how does it work these days with like I, when you want to like get someone featured on your song or feature on someone else's song or just collaborate? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you go about it? Like DM them or something? It's so easy to DM people now. It's very cool. I for think this me, whole thing know? came out of a DM yeah, too. Yeah, so. it did. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, it's yeah. it's crazy to say, but that blue check mark does a lot. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it does a lot. Luckily, I have it, and people just they read the DMs. You know, does it go straight <laughs> they into answer their, them? Does it go straight into their DMs if it's a blue check mark, or does it still no, go? No, it little... still gets shuffled in. Yeah. I mean, I've DM people that have not messaged me back for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, okay, so I have a single. Or I'm sorry, the Stafford Brothers. They have a single coming out, and I'm the featured artist, so I'm singing the entire record. And Little Yachty's on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming out on the fifth, mm-hmm. so it's very exciting. Yeah. Next, and next, um, next, next. Or this coming Friday? It's coming up. Yeah, yeah. it's coming up. And um, it's my first feature from a major artist. Mm-hmm. So this is exciting. This is yeah. a new process for me. I'm like, this is sick. We'll see what happens after this. And then I have one more song coming out with another feature from the Bay Area. And that's going to come out after this song, you know? Awesome. A couple singles and then the, the you know album or oh, something yeah. like that and, and is it like your lawyer that does like mostly like like the publishing and all that stuff he'll do the deals yeah all the deals i'll i usually look them over and i'm like here what do you think about this so he says yes or no and we go back and forth but i'm i'm negotiating everything right now or like i have my friend justine she helps me with my twerk out class mm-hmm. she's like my assistant as well so she'll go back and forth in emails and i'm just kind of shuffling through on myself yeah. I don't want anything to be fucked up right now. For sure. You know, I've had that and I'm like, let me pay attention to everything awesome. that's coming in. Yeah. So uh, growing up, you wanted to be a singer and you, you were dancing. Mm-hmm. How did the whole like dance, twerking, dancing thing come about? Twerk like where out. did, where did, I know like back in the day we would see it like in music videos and like, mm-hmm. um, I think like Miley <laughs> Cyrus was doing it and yeah. it was like, oh shit. Uh, but how did it become like a thing for you? I ha- six, it was six years ago. I had, I don't, I, I basically I was like online Googling zero clue how I came up about this, but some Russian girls were twerking. Mm. And usually when you see twerking, Russian you see girls. Russian. Interesting. They're very small, but they're very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were twerking and it was my first time seeing actual choreo for twerking. And I was like, this is interesting. Cause usually when you see twerking, you see it in videos yeah. and it's not choreograph right it's not they're like not a doing the same shit yeah. at yeah. the same time yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a bunch of booty everywhere yeah. so yeah. um that gave me the idea i was like whoa 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 twerk out class boom fitness dance making money i wanted it to turn it into a fitness class because twerking i didn't know they would take it as serious mm. and so i tried it and it was a major workout and i'm like this can work yeah 
So, I mean, I just, it just came fast. Um, I was like, hey, 15 girlfriends come to my first workout class at Millennium Dance Studio, rented the space, wasn't allowed to. I didn't know that I couldn't, like, I couldn't do that and ask for money, <laughs> but I did it anyways. Yeah. Um, I had the class. That's when Christina Million came, which is one of my first celebrity friends, and they just loved the class. They vouched for it. They were like, this is a badass class. So mm. they were just promoting the crap out of it. Then they started, Christina started bringing in her other, you know, celebrity friends, and it just got the ball rolling and it just happened so it wasn't like you saw it as like not just a dance but more like a way to get fit like yeah exercise yeah fitness and then i learned that like the girls eventually in the beginning of the classes they'd be like oh my god i feel so sexy and like you know i feel better like i just had mm -hmm. a baby and now i feel so confident <laughs> yeah. I'm like this was my second reason i was like okay like that can change women's lives mm -hmm. because every girl wants to know how to shake their butt move their bodies in ways they've never experienced before um some girls are even scared to do it alone you know so it kind of gives us like power <laughs> like a yeah. right to do it and Lexi, i'm curious at the time so six years ago you said um obviously social media was around instagram was around but it wasn't as big as it is now there influencers weren't it wasn't a word that was – it wasn't a job yet. It no. wasn't a career path. Mm -mm. Um, my, my business mind just kicked in though. Right. I was like make an Instagram, do right. a website, make right. your flyers yourself. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. I was just – But is that how it. it grew? Is that like were people posting the videos of the workout on Instagram? There was that from Christina. But the biggest thing was when I was doing – I just started doing freestyles, my twerking mm -hmm, freestyles. Mm -hmm. And I posted them. I was just doing them for fun. I didn't know what – I wasn't making money off YouTube or anything like that yet. Um, so I posted it on Instagram or on YouTube. And one of these guys that was really big on Facebook, he did reaction videos. Mm -hmm. And so he did a reaction, a funny reaction video <laughs> yeah. to the twerking video. And it literally, I mean, 400 million views on wow. Facebook. That transferred over to YouTube. Is and it then the I, same guy that does like the album release? Like album well, release? Well, there's a bunch uh, of people now. There's so many. Yeah. His name was Simon. Okay. Simon was he known Seuss. for that? Like, was he, he was big? in like Germany or Sweden. Oh, okay, no, no, yeah. No. I had no idea who he was. Yeah. I just saw on Facebook and I was like, oh, what's going on? And then I dug in and I found the original video. And I'm like, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is crazy. Wow. That's when everything started changing. And I kept doing the videos because I liked it. I made them more like movie-esque yeah. and like cool in different locations. I just was having fun with it, you know, so. And, and like, were you doing it all, like, yourself, or did you have, like, a team, or? I started finding people, uh, the more people you meet in Los Angeles, you know. Yeah. I was like, I need good videographers. I had a couple man different managers at the time. Some, some of them brought people in. Um, word of mouth, you know, just seeing new talent, grabbing them, paying them some money. A mm -hmm. couple hundred bucks, however much it took to make these videos great. And shot some good video content, put put them on YouTube. And then Instagram started becoming more popular. Yeah. And so my manager at the time was like, you need to start. And he knew I wanted to sing. He's like, okay, you need to start building your Instagram and bring your YouTube following and your Facebook following to Instagram. So anytime you're doing anything, tag your channel, you know, tag your Instagram. If you're doing interviews, tag your Instagram instead. Mm -hmm. So that's how it started coming to Instagram. And what's your Instagram? At Lexi Pantera. There you go. Two R's, one Y. Yeah, we'll, and we'll tag it too. Um, so Lexi, all this time that you're doing this, you obviously clearly want to be singing and be a singer. Like that's still the goal. Yeah. Um, were you doing it at all? No. So I kind of stopped the singing thing for about, 
I don't know how long exactly, but it definitely was on hold. Right. And I now I think about it, I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have stopped mm-hmm, at mm-hmm, all. Don't mm-hmm. know why I did, but I was so into making the money. Yeah. Um, sure, focus yeah. on this. This could be a thing. Build it. And you're young. You're like, oh my God, like this I'm is like, working damn, bringing in cash for yeah. one class. I'm like, this and is And like you incredible. enjoyed it, right? Like and it wasn't like you hated time. your life. No, yeah. I was having yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Like it was a blast. So yeah. I don't regret it, but yeah. you know, I should have stuck to it. Um, but long but, term, did you feel like, oh, that could tie into music somehow, or like yeah, help well, my yeah, career? Yeah, yeah, I could dance to my songs. I could, I could play them in in the class. So that's when I started kind of getting back into it. And I'm like, I need to make music for my dance mm. class. Mm. And do you enjoy the writing process, the songwriting process? I used to hate writing because I had nothing to write about. I felt, and now I go in a room. I'm like, I'm writing the record. Like, you guys can help if you want, but I write everything. What I love it. Melodies, you? writing, all of it. Love. And you just go in there and like, what do you, give us an example. I'm telling you relationships. What do you go, like you go in there, you're like in, by yourself, I assume. Me and my boyfriend are in a fight. Okay. That fucking song is being made and it's I'm coming gold. home and I'm playing it for him. So just keep arguing with her. For real. I tell him, I'm <laughs> like, you're my Montana. muse. Like, whatever it is. Like, <laughs> just once a month we break up. I one might break even up start song, fights with together. him. Just, no, I don't yeah, do that. But I feel yeah. like that's probably what Taylor Swift does. Or Adele. It's funny. I mean, I don't know Adele how it feels to be on that side, to be honest, yeah. but if I were it's him, I'd great. I'm getting a song about me. It's fantastic. <laughs> He's a, he has a couple records, and go. they're good records. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it's it's honest. It's like two different viewpoints of the same issue. Oh like, my god, hilarious! Amazing. He's like, well, let me write my song. Yeah, yeah. my side of the story. <laughs> um, but it, now I've realized that it's I do it for the love of music now, and I do it because it's healing. And I never really understood that when artists said that, like, oh, it's healing. I'm like, yeah. hey, what the fuck does that yeah. mean? <laughs> like, yeah. But now I really understand this. You know, you'll find this interesting. So a good friend of mine is Khalees, who's Christina Milian's yeah. good friend as well. Uh, and she was one of our earlier guests on the podcast. She is a chef now. Exactly. Yeah. So I just saw her on She's, Netflix. Yeah. Or uh, she was with Snoop Dogg and uh, Martha Stewart. Okay. She was on one of those shows. Um, oh my God, Minimalist. Is she a minimalist? I, I just know. saw a Netflix series where she was in it. That's uh, why maybe, I know this. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. She's she's like yeah she's doing everything with the music cool. and the food thing. So so because she's I'm glad you brought up the chef thing. So when we were asking her like you know the difference between being a chef you know making food and the difference between making music right mm. and um, her answer was awesome and I think it'll it's something that'll resonate with you. She said that when she makes music she makes it for herself. She doesn't really care what the reaction is going to be, whether yes. people buy her record or not. Yes. She doesn't give a shit. Uh-huh. But when she makes food she makes it for other people to eat. So she does care what they think because obviously she wants the food to be good. She wants them to like not get sick after eating the yeah, food. Yeah, that makes sense. She wants them to come back. And so, and that's the reason why. And for her, I, I think how it's that something. Feels. Well, well, you can Probably, ask her. We'll ask her for yeah, it. Um, she likes it, obviously. Well, she obviously, she loves the cooking part, I think, more than the music part, but it's very different. Uh, you know, uh-huh. it's like, it's, it's like the love of a best friend versus the love of a spouse, I think. It's like two <laughs> different things. Yeah. You know, at times it's. You know, I don't know. I don't know how uh, how she feels about it. I think she prefers cooking now. Mm-hmm. But for her, making music is. I think more she's saying it's like cycles. Like at, yeah. at, at like one point in her years. life, she'll be like really into the food, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like yeah. music will come back into yeah, her life. Music always like, creeps back in. You're like, you yeah. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you're here again. It's like an it's like an art form. I think so. Is, yeah. I think so. Is cooking if you, and food. If you have a love for it, it's just gonna keep yeah. coming back. So it's what's true love? So what is it that you know? What's next? I mean, you're doing this, you know, you're doing, you're still doing twerk out. Yeah. You're doing the music thing. And how big is twerk out now? Like it's, it's multiple cities, right? 
it, there's other people. I have instructors, so it's kind of like a Zumba yeah. where like I'm trying to certify women to teach the classes. That's and awesome. there's a whole certification program process. It's not super huge. It's not as big I, as I, I want think it to he's be. Want, he wants to be an instructor. I'm, yeah. I'm, I want to learn. Yeah. No, I want to learn first. And then <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, actually, so yeah, I have some instructors everywhere, which is great. That builds it. Yeah. I can't be everywhere, so no. that's not possible. Yeah. Um, but my first ever twerk out camp is coming up. That's awesome. And it's a two day extensive. Um, I have a bunch of counselors that are like influencers and you mm. know celebs stuff like that, and um, free lunches and vendors, and it's just a two day program where that? it's a summer camp. It's July twentieth and twenty first. Also coming up. Where can they sign up? LTOfitness.com. You know, be sick. I actually walked into a Peloton store the other day. What's that? You know the bike, the three thousand dollar bike. Oh, I don't it's know. stupid as fuck. Oh, okay. it's it's basically, uh, yeah. It rides itself? No. No. Well, not for three thousand it needs to. It should, right? <laughs> uh, it's basically a three thousand dollar bike or two thousand dollar bike and like a three thousand dollar treadmill and it comes with this big screen that you can uh, they have real time classes going on all around the world i think uh, they have like instructors they have multiple offices they have like 40 people in the class but everyone can tune in so there's like millions of people tuning i've in. seen this but yeah. you can have it at home like you have it at home that's yeah. sick workout class wow yeah i see this yeah i was saying you or should like VR, license it to them. right yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. another option yeah. and peloton's that's a publicly traded company now by the way yeah they're huge. which is a joke but that's a whole interesting story. but the reach is yeah. like wild so yeah just they have an office in pasadena which is an office store in pasadena which is nearby i went into yeah so they have these big like mirror things right it's like no it's literally a tv oh you're talking about there's a long mirror t- screen t- thing I starts saw. Starts with a T. That yes, one. it does start with it. Yeah. I saw it in the valley. Tonal, I just was, tonal. You're, th- you're thinking of tonal. Tonal, tonal. Maybe it's I like this big I, screen that goes on your wall and yeah. like. No, no, this is different. Oh, this I is saw like, that. Yeah, yeah. This is like a bike and there's a there's like a big, big iPad okay. on it. Okay, yeah. okay. You're like in another world when mm-hmm. you're driving. Or you were showing me how it worked and basically they have. It's not just like cycling or spin or treadmill it's like people teaching yoga people teaching all types of different things so that's that's cool workout class in front of you you're like what are you watching yeah yeah don't seriously (laughs) did you ever feel like or do you still feel like uh obviously it's been multiple years now so it's more like ingrained as part of society and culture Mm -hmm. but we've uh, tried we just like pushed it in people's faces yeah because like like you're gonna take this you see these dances (laughs) sometimes like they just die out in like a few months like this one's not dying i remember yeah which is crazy why is that like superman like i said every girl wants to they like it's just the type of yeah we shake our butts like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like a yeah. thing yeah. I feel like it's a thing yeah. all my girls even friends growing up like we're in the mirror just like letting free wild loose so I think that it's not gonna go away because of that it's more than just like da- a dance yeah it's look like, I was in Vegas this weekend girls do it in their mirror you know <laughs> there was a lot of guys doing it too so you know <laughs> I have so, a lot of DMs of like guys like yeah. it's hilarious I don't know what they're I mean, doing but <laughs> I feel like if, I haven't seen a twerk out video I should watch it but I feel like it's very intense like it's very hard it's a good workout yeah I had an all guy class once okay Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> it was the best that's con- that's like viral content. It's on YouTube. Okay, uh, search twerk out. I think it's with guys or Lexi with guys, and oh, these literally sweating bullets. <laughs> They're dying They're on the floors. They're like, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, I think I think in in pre- preparation for this podcast, he's like, "Yo, show me a twerk." And it was like the most awkward. I didn't thing ask you to show me a twerk. It's I said, "I'll twerk." It's funny. <laughs> I like seeing it. I give. I rate people. How many people have come through these classes now? Like throughout like these different cities? Like like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people? Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands, yeah. I honestly have no idea. I don't know. I wish I counted. Is that something you want to continue to grow? I do. I do. I I don't necessarily care to be the face of it. Okay. I feel like I just I just want it to stand on its own. Why not? Um 
the face. Yeah. Well, that's the other part of the industry is the music <laughs> industry is like, how are you the face of a workout brand, but you want to be an artist and right. a singer? And that's another thing that the labels have hard times with as well. Right. How, well, how are you going to do this? You know, like how is Julian Michaels going to be, or well, not Julian Michaels, Jillian Michaels, Jill, Michaels going to be a singer? It's hard. It's yeah. hard. So I wish and I hope that Twerk Out can stand on its own. And that's why even bringing in new faces that are really good yeah. and, and having them, you know, here, hold the brand right. for a little right. bit, like teach girls. Right. That's cool. Well, isn't it something you could, like, I'm just sorry. I'm just thinking from a business like perspective here because we've, we've interviewed so many people now that me and Pat have like our MBA, like just Hell yeah, I know. I need some advice yeah. from you guys. But uh, one thing that just kind of comes to mind is, um, so this, I'll recommend a piece of content for you that you guys should definitely cool. listen to. It's um, I don't know if you've heard this one. So it was the there's a podcast called How I Built This, which is what we were inspired by when we mm-hmm. started this by Guy Ross, who's a big time like reporter journalist, and he interviewed the founder of uh, Zumba. Sick. And um, fifteen years in the making or something, crazy. right? Something like that. So long. This episode? I was blown away. Wow, yeah. I gotta listen yeah. to that. Listen to this. We'll send you the link. And so the way that he made money, which I thought was do you remember how he made how he made the money? It's licensed it. Yeah. So what yeah. he did was mm-hmm. he would go to like artists. Like Pitbull was one of his first artists. It all started through from music, artists. by the yeah. way. So. Mm-hmm. so Pitbull, before the songs, before his songs were released, would license the song to these Zumba classes. So these Zumba classes would play the songs and dance to it or whatever. So it was another form of marketing for Pitbull. So he was paying these Zumba instructors and Zumba classes to play his music which is kind of what people do like they dm me like hey play this in your you know class i'll pay you this except zumba was making money off of that because they were getting the licensing but they were getting paid to play that they were also licensing zumba and they were licensing zumba as a brand but i think you know i think it's like 39 dollars a month to be an instructor or something like that and it it still hasn't changed yeah but (laughs) the the way they make their money was through the music licensing now i'm sure i don't know i'm sure there's other ways of making money yeah but they scaled so fast because now the artists were also sharing the content. Plus other people are discovering through, I don't think it was Shazam back then, but maybe it was, but they're just Shazamming a song or whatever. They're like, Oh, who is that? It's like, Oh, Pitbull's new song. Uh, Go check it out. uh Right. So it was able to scale massively. But I think with something like Zumba, where, you know, I've heard, sorry, with something like the twerk out, you know, there's, so many songs that I'm sure are like unreleased or like just are about to be released that all those artists songs. would die to have it played in like have it played in a twerk out video where they're gonna not only get the reach of the class but also the reach of the person posting it. Yeah, right? no, and absolutely. Like, what the hell is that song? Yeah, you know? that's how I discovered that's a, very, a lot of songs. Like, it's like not one person that can do this though. It's very like you need a company. Yeah, like yeah. so like let me know if you know anybody because yeah. this yeah. is a big deal. You know, yeah. it takes it takes a lot to do something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, that kind of makes me think though. Um, I know you mentioned that you have a, like a lawyer and the, he kind of like reviews like deals and things like that. But how does it? How does the deal making process come about? Like, let's say I know you, you work with Bang Energy, right? Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you like work with other brands or businesses mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, how do they seek you out or do you seek them out or how does that? So work? Bang, I used to do the Fit Expos with Twerk Out, so we had our own booth, gotcha. and Bang was always there, like just having crazy Doing parties yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> i'm like what is this yeah. so i just met the girls because the girl the bang girls would come take twerk out because mm-hmm. oh, i would okay. teach it at nice. the fit expo so then i made friends with meg and the people there that's how the relationship started mm-hmm. um they're everywhere now mm-hmm. it's everywhere. insane mm-hmm. yeah all my friends like everyone's yeah doing bang um so that's you know that's how it started and we just got an email and they sent over a contract sent it to my lawyer he says, like, okay, this is in the contract. This is how much they want to pay you. This is for how long. And then me and him just go back and forth. Like, I don't want this. I want this. I don't want this. And it goes back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And then eventually everyone's happy. Right. And we sign the damn thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so I know like with anyone who has like a lot of followers on Instagram, like, you know, the influencer kind of status, like you get a lot of like just business coming your way. Like, is that really the case or is it not as much? Because uh, or is it changing? It, it, it changes. Yeah. Definitely changes. I think it's an up and down thing. Um, I don't think that influencers are getting as much as people think they are. Yeah. Um, brand deals, yes, but like then there's brand deals that you don't want to take, and you take so you kind of have to like be like, is the money worth it? Do I want to do it? You know, so and from I mean, a business I standpoint, I have a lot, and sometimes yeah. I don't have a lot. Like sometimes I am that struggling artist, yeah. you know, and sometimes I'm like, I have fucking a million brand deals right now. <laughs> like yeah. it kind of just it's an up and down mm-hmm. thing, and so the goal is to have that not be the case and build the twerk out where it's like this is steady, this is solid monthly income. Those types of things are the best. You That's know? really smart because I feel like there's a lot of influencers and people that have a lot of followers that aren't thinking that way. No, and, it's and when tough. Is, when the economy crashes, like it's shit's gonna be tough. really hard. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's where I'm like, okay, I need to start getting smart and finding those types of things to make the money like that, or mm-hmm. maybe investing and. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not. I don't think it's gonna be here forever. So yeah, social media or just like the influencer. Yeah, just influencer. I mean, if thing. Instagram keeps changing their algorithm, mm-hmm. we're all screwed. We all got screwed about. Yeah, we're all, we're all screwed. <laughs> but I mean, don't you think that like if it's like not Instagram, it's gonna be YouTube, or if it's not YouTube, it's gonna yeah, be whatever this probably. TikTok thing is like. Probably. You know. So how do you? What do you do to like stay? You know up to date with the trends or whether whether it's on social media or whether it's brands that's the battle of being yourself like do i do this because i want following or do i do this because i like to do it that's always something i'm struggling with i don't have the answer i just know that sometimes you gotta sell out sometimes you don't gotta sell out i mean if you want the check maybe you do it it depends what you want at the time um like my page you know i know i'd be getting a million trillion times more engagement if I do twerk videos 24-7. Like, I'd probably be the most pop in Instagram there is. But, like, do I want that for my page? No, I don't want that. You know, I I like my music. I want to focus on that. So it's kind of just deciding and what you're happy Mm -hmm, doing. mm -hmm. You know, you're always going to be happy if you're choosing that route, I think. Have you made it known to your audience what that is, though? What? What it is you want. Have I made it like known? clear to them? Um, and, and, and I tell, don't think I've been as clear l- as I should. And no. let me tell you why I ask because the, the episode that we just released, uh, the one before yours, uh, with uh, Chris Gavigan. So he was the co-founder of Honest Company, and oh, nice. we were talking. So yeah, so we were talking about, and he started a new company, and we were talking about what's different now than it was when he started the Honest Company uh-huh. back then. His new company is like a CBD company, yeah, like creams and nice to know. oil yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And so. We asked him, and he was talking about things like sustain, like what millennials and Gen Z. Uh, is it Gen Z or Gen X? Gen Z. Gen Z is up, up, and up and coming. Yeah, yeah I don't Gen even Z. know. That's so millennial. Shout out to Gen oh, Z. Oh, funny. Yeah, is it even, Gener- is yeah. that you, Isaiah? That's my brother. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, probably. that's me. That's yeah, yeah. me. That's me. Z, the yeah. last. Yeah. Is the world ending after yeah. this? Like, what yeah. happened? Yeah, yeah. what is it? Yeah, that's double Z. Wait, I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about that. I mean, based on what's going on, guys, keep us alive. That's crazy. Okay. So. He was talking about things like sustainability and transparency, like the things that millennials and Gen Z are looking for for companies and founders and whatnot. And another thing that he hmm. said was the person or the people behind it, mm-hmm. right? Which is why when we were sitting down coming up with this concept, we cared more about the individual that we were sitting down with as opposed to the company or the companies that they were building, right? Like, of course, we touch upon those things because that's a part of their journey, a uh-huh. big part of it. But for us, it was more so like, again, like that's why our first question every time is, what's your upbringing? Like, where were you born? Like, what did you do? Like, what was what, was the, what were the influences stuff. around you, right? Mm-hmm. And 
you start making these connections that like you already know people are going to be successful like from day one or you already knew they were going to just venture off on their own or they were going to go work for somebody you just kind of feel it mm-hmm. um i lost where i was going no so based on kind of what i just said in terms of being the face of the brand or being that person or being transparent about yourself why haven't you done that or what is stopping you from doing that staying the face of it not staying the face of it but being more transparent with your audience of this is who i am this is what i want like perhaps to overcome the whole challenge of you mean like for instance like maybe making a youtube video saying it or not directly perhaps not like a very direct statement but more so whether and i'm talking about the music specifically the the singing not not the torque out making it clear whether it's through your music or through your social media or whatever it may be who you are what your passions are or why you're in this right in the first uh-huh. place so that there's a connection on that level or, or or i mean do you feel like you'd need to well i think it takes like podcasts like this to do it mm-hmm. you know outlets maybe i haven't sat there with my two point whatever million youtube followers yeah. and been like hey guys yeah this is what i'm doing which some right. people do that and maybe right. i should do that right because because i kind of just did it out of nowhere for yeah. the followers that knew me for twerking they're like bitch you're singing now like go back right. to twerking right it's a little confusing and that's and that's why mm-hmm. i say i think that when we talk about this a lot is like, like how do you let all of them also, know also i feel like, like, I also you, know feel like I mean? you don't owe anyone an explanation it's not about it's like, owing. It's right not about i don't owing. know that's how but i feel they want to know they're invested right. in me right. yeah. and i get that because right. i'm like when i see someone doing something i'm like wait they're doing this like why are you doing this right. and they don't explain it you're it's like, like right. managing okay. expectations right like they're expecting you to drop like twerking videos like all day like it's not about owing somebody or anybody anything it's not it's really not about that it's more for your own brand that and making it clear like why you're doing it right like i think that's important Day one, we always talk about that. Like, you well, know, what do you think the best way to do that? I would love to do that more. I, I mean, think. obviously, this podcast <laughs> doesn't Definitely hurt. The content yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's but content. I think being more consistent with the why throughout. So, for yes. example, one thing that I think about, you know, from what you've said, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong, but obviously, one thing that is very clear is that you like love. Obviously, was a main theme of yours, right? My like, relationships, have right? Relationships, been whether very it's with your family, those. whether it's with your friends, whether it's mm-hmm. with your significant other, whether it's with in business, right? Is like relationships and how nurturing those, building those, and like what it takes. Whether it's love, it's whether been the fairy tale struggle. trying to find love is right. what it has been. And perhaps I think I think our generation needs like a thought leader, almost whether it's through music or content or whatever, that can be real about that and say, look. You know, you see all these celebrities and they're all all this love and all this sexy stuff going on. But like 99% of the time, it's not like, yeah, I mean, like has a relationship, I want a relationship. Like, obviously, it's awesome. You love it. But it's not per- it's not 100% perfect all the time. Like, which is what struggles. Instagram makes it out to be. Yeah, yeah. right. So it's. Yeah, it's, I, I don't think I show any of no. the struggles. And I think no that's what people want. That. Though. No but that's does. what people want. They yeah. don't want, obviously, your depressed state of mind 24-7. So they yeah. will hear that in the music. Yeah. So right. it's in the music. And that's yeah. not necessarily all over you know the instagram right you know if we're fighting i want to cut him like i'm not really <laughs> posting that maybe maybe i should post it on the ground like you're irritating me yeah, today like yeah. but um no i don't i don't show it but i feel like the music speaks for itself so it's like i don't I, what other ways is it to make it clear to people you know yeah i'm do, not really do you sure. think it's because people want like or how do photos explain this how well, do photos explain how, love that, is my every how, how graphic are we getting? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. If I need an answer. Yeah, yeah that's it's I mean yeah. captions, yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's yeah. <laughs> well, know. Listen to my fucking music. Yeah. You'll hear about all my goddamn relationships, yeah. people I've dated, whatever, yeah. you know. So I guess what I'm curious about, like kind of just hearing about your story is like 
how do you define success for yourself? Like what, what, when, at what point do you feel like, I don't know if it's now or, oh, or that's something that you're trying to chase. Like that's what, I'm scared what does that mean to you? It's, it is <laughs> scary. scary, but Cause it's like, almost are you like, ever happy? Like with yeah. what you have is, um, I think it just comes back. God, that's a struggle. I think with everybody, most people, when are you most happy? Like doing what you love. If you're, if you're doing what you love, like. I don't think money is gonna gonna do that for me. Although I do talk about making more money because I have a lot of bills too. I'm like yeah. the more money you make, the more bills you have. Um, sure. I'm I'm right now. I'm actually in the process of trying to focus on. It's not about the money for me. I don't want it to be about the money. I really do want it to be about the happiness. And are you doing what you're happy doing? Are you helping the community around you? Are you involved with your family? And I know that those are the most important things. So I'm trying to focus more on those things. Mm -hmm. So it's more so it sounds like things outside of just like your career. Yeah. Like, I've been career focused for a long time. Yeah. Who are your role models? Like whether in personal life or business? Like if you were like, I want to, let me ask you this way. God, I don't if you wanted to switch places with one person in the world for a week, who would it be? Putting you on the spot. Damn. <laughs> I, I really have... I've my whole life I've really had no role models. I feel like I've not really looked up too much to anybody. So that's hard to answer for me. Why do the you only think thing I've 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 from myself is when I see the success of what I wanted to reach, I get really excited and happy. What is that, that? What is that point? It could be like I don't know my first workout camp. Right. You know, like right. once that's done. The little milestone. That's that like, wow, like, yeah. fuck, yeah. yeah. That type of stuff is what, and that's, I guess, being my own idol, mm -hmm. if you want to say that. Mm -hmm. But like, like people, I'm not really into like, yeah. it's like I don't want to be anybody. It's like you're in a, like a competition with yourself, right? Like it's a competition. You envision something and you actually make it happen. It's like, shit, I did that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I enjoy. Yeah. But like long game, like are you ever worried? Like, I mean, you're, you're just kind of going to be on this like, you know kind yeah. of never ending loop of just, absolutely but at least you're doing what you love right yeah i'm doing what i that's love you know if i end up on the street if i have love though man that's all I'm i don't know about that i don't know about that i don't know <laughs> how much love love homeless, yeah. i don't know we're all human <laughs> yeah, like yeah. i feel like shit we'll see when i get there Do you, are there are there I'm, I'm actually curious about this topic and i don't feel i don't want i don't want you to feel like i'm pressing you on no. it i'm just very curious about you know this discussion in general because i think People want to hear stuff like this. Like they want to hear the reality behind, yeah. you know, what they see. Because I don't think they know it. They, mm -hmm. they assume it. But are there folks around you that are in the same boat? Perhaps the folks that are on social media that we think are like killing it and they're like having the best life ever. But like they're like truly like still trying to figure it out. Right? Uh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's definitely girlfriends that I have. One in particular that. I had a conversation with her. You know, she was having the management problems. She's like, I want to be a beauty. I want to do music. They tell me I need to not be so glamorous. I'm like, whoa. And to hear her say that, because I didn't really know. She's like an influencer friend of mine. And I was like, she's looking A1 on the Instagram, getting mm -hmm. a lot of brand deals, you know, doing it all. Things that I even wanted to do, you know. Yeah. I'm like, damn, why am I not there? Hmm. So, but she's. It's like being in the same boat as me. Yeah. yeah. And so that makes me it more clear to me, like, don't compare yourself. Right. That's toxic. Trying to practice that every day. So there's definitely people that are in that boat. And there was another girl as well. She is a dancer. Um, 
she was talking to me about brand deals and how she was struggling with money. And I think it was very hard for her to talk to me about it because like you're thinking these people are making money, right? So I'm sitting at lunch and stuff with her and she's just like, it's so hard to get brand deals right now. Like no one's paying, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, girl, I feel you. And I was in that position probably like, I don't know, a couple months before her. And I was like, okay. And I, you know, gave her some tips that I thought would help. I'm like, girl, just start collabing with people. Mm -hmm. Like, the more you collaborate, to be honest, more opportunities. You get more like, yeah. So I was like, I heard like this quote the other day was interesting, but it was like, I'd rather be uh, rich and anonymous than poor and famous. Yeah. And it was interesting. I mean, teach their own, right? Like, if someone can Don't be rich it, and famous, I'm not going to lie. Rich and famous is the ideal. <laughs> ideal. But, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. yeah but, like, no, but it's, it was an interesting quote. That's true. It was an interesting quote. You know, it's, it's funny that we're having this discussion because I've had this discussion with Khalees as well. And Khalees hates hanging out with celebrities, just despises That's it. That's kind of how I've been yeah. recently. You know, and because they, she just feels like there's a lot of, you know, fakeness. There is. Even when you're, you know, together. Mm-hmm. And a lot of her friends, I mean, I'm, I'm like the perfect example, are just like regular old people. I'm the like, perfect I'm example. The perfect also, you, example you of just like a you go broke hanging out with celebrities too. Because yeah, that's yeah. where like the thing comes from, like <laughs> more bills, totally. the richer you are. Like, yeah. You gotta totally, maintain a lifestyle. You're in there, yeah. you maintain the lifestyle, yeah. it is true. They're going to these yeah. expensive dinners yeah. and you think you have to keep up with them. Right. My ass is home a lot now, right, right. but especially because I'm in like a relationship, yeah, it yeah, changes. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm spending <laughs> way, I'm spending <laughs> way less money. He's teaching me way more of the important things in life. Um, it 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 is. People get stuck in that. It's a thing. Yeah, it's crazy when you think about it. I think we forget the simplicity, like the beauty and the simplicity of things. Like mm-hmm. how, like yes. that simple appreciating thing. what you have and yes. making it simple, like minimalistic stuff here yeah. is like having what you need and appreciating yeah. that because you actually feel more loved and appreciative yeah. of those things when For you sure. have like a dope one dope ass sweater or whatever it right. is, yeah. you know, yeah. one really yeah. fucking nice car. You don't need five hundred cars. Like mm. some people want it, whatever yeah, to them, sure. but and teach their own. Um, we have the best example of simplicity. We were sitting here when literally here, and we were so hungry and. I, was t- I don't know, Khalees. Like literally hungry. Yeah, so, okay. like literally hungry, yeah. And Khalees texts me, she's like, I just made chicken. <laughs> like, wow. come over. She's Smoke. a chef. She was Please smoking chicken, chicken, chicken in her over. backyard yeah. all day. It's like Sunday night. We're like, dude, we, I'm like, are Barbecue. you ever fucking smoked chicken? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I guess, let's go. And we literally had smoked chicken at her house. Like she was getting her like haircut and like in the kitchen. Bougie. And yeah, yeah that, that part was really bougie. Comes out. Well, it's funny was like we were at her house and she's like, who else do you know that lives around here that we yeah. can hit up? So there's this so other uh, influencer, person, yeah. influencer, beauty influencer that uh-huh. we interviewed and we're like, yeah, she lives down the street. Let's call her. Sick. And she's like, so I texted her and I was yeah. like, we're doing smoked chicken at Khaleesi's. Are you down? She's like, like chicken chicken i'm like literally chicken emoji chicken yeah those are the nights yeah. that matter and and that was so and the reason i bring it up is because like it was like me and pat like two close friends my cousin came by two like two people that we had interviewed and became friends with and we were just like hanging out nothing fancy nothing crazy and like those moments for us are like way more like cool or way it more is. awesome than mm-hmm. than going to like a dope ass party because mm-hmm. i don't really care about that shit yeah. but like because i can't connect with people one-on-one right yeah it's but hard i feel like and again back to your point about relationships it's kind of a balance though of it both for sure sometimes i feel like yeah i should go to this party because yeah. i kind of know maybe i'll meet or you like you need to show your face you know there's there's yeah. things like that but then there's things where it's like you, you do, do, do around all these fake people like, yeah. i'm not a fu- i'm not going on that fucking yeah. carpet like you, sco- you scope it out before you get there you guys is this yeah is this worth my time maybe um and i think that I was going to say, um, being around those, I, I get Los Angeles and I get the business of, quotation, using people. Mm-hmm. 
of course, everyone needs, you know, ladders in your building. And I totally get it. Use me. I'll use you like as much as we can to build each other up. But then it does get to the point where it's like, okay, you've been using me a little too much. Like, (laughs) what am I getting out of it? You know, what do the the kids call it these days? Clout chasing, clout chasing (laughs) and cool. Like, (laughs) no, but but you got to help each everyone needs to help each other. Value first. I think using people is the, I mean, like you're right, but I don't think that that's the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, for me again like building though like for instance collaborations is a big deal especially for influencers if you're collabing with someone else you're getting their fan base and that's important and there's a mutual understanding of that it's like cool but even for folks that like you know become friends with like influencers or celebrities like they use them because they know that they have clout they know that they have influence or whatever but for me some people are cool with it some people right for me I was just like you know, I've met a lot of people that have influence or, you know, are artists or whatever. But if I can't, like, connect with you, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, like, it's good. I don't it's care good to who be you like are. That. You know, yeah. like, like imagine me and Khalees. I'm an Armenian dude, like, and, like, African-American <laughs> lady, like, singer, like, 10, 15 years older than me. And we, like, met up at Porto's in Glendale. Oh, and, funny. And she I'm lives like, it. Does she live over here? She lives yeah. in Glendale. Yeah. Oh, cool. And, and. I'm like, how did we get it? Like, I don't even know. I just knew one of her songs. We know which one. And did not know anything. <laughs> did not know anything else about her. But we were there for like three and a half hours. And like, we became like instant friends. That's cool. Right? And like, she introduces me to her friends. I introduced her to my friends. Like, it's crazy how like that connection like, builds sure up, right? You build the real relationships yeah. as well as the fame. And I don't think we've, I don't think till this People day we've ever that. like used her. Like That's ever. Cool. You know, it's like, it's just we're friends and like if we need each other we got you like yeah. you'll come over like hang out with us vice versa yeah you have only so much room yeah. though for but fun, at like, one point everything. i think it becomes like if you need them they will tell you mm-hmm. like if you if i need something and she's like oh i got you like i don't even ask mm-hmm. you know and that's what you want mm-hmm. but i think people forget that like relationship building isn't because like the, the, our generation is an instant gratification type of generation relationship building is not instant Relationship building takes years. Like you might not see the payoff for like twenty years, but we're not a very long term struggle. Or, you know, struggle like, bus. You know, yeah. We, we don't think too deep. Yeah. We don't think too far because we're like, oh, you know, we want it now. Yeah. But for me, I don't know, and it's hard. You want it now because you're like, fuck, I'm struggling. I need money. Like I yeah. need to build, and you're like, what do I do? Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I love this discussion because I feel like it's such. It's like the struggle of our generation. Like I feel like we care a little less about the political issues and the economy. Well, everyone's and this getting and that. into and the. Oh my Ooh, god! We're sitting outside. It's a bug. Pat just got attacked. Oh my god! Some, the beetle. Yeah, we're, this is what happens when we're outside. It's one of those. You those just are hear like scary bugs. Yeah, yeah it sounded like a damn. No, it's truck. a June, that's yeah. a June bug. Not June bug. Um, so you'll well, be, damn, pa- you'll I lost my train of thought. Now <laughs> we're talking about the struggle of this generation. Yeah. Um, I forgot. But yeah, so <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, Lexi. What is next for you? Like, I know you want to continue the music and the I dancing. Do. And what What's next, and how do you continue building from where you already are? Obviously, you built a great thing. Despite all the struggles and despite, you know, Still what struggles. you may think. Yeah. And I think that for folks like us, we'll never be satisfied. Yeah, it's always you know? a struggle. But and I so, really love working every day, 24-7. I like being busy and staying busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my, my goal is to release my project. Mm-hmm. Like I said, release more music. That's my, uh, that'll make me happy. Yeah. And uh, Any hopefully shows? tour it. I want to yeah. tour it. Yeah. And I don't mind. I would love to hop on a tour as well. Like I did a Danny Lay tour this past couple months i just did five shows but like that was awesome mm-hmm. i was like this is what i want right and mm-hmm. it was a great great crowds energy just fun i'm like so either opening up for someone would be awesome because i know i'm not at the level yet to be honest to have my own headlining show so the steps to get there that's what i want to do you know and eventually do the tour on my own nice and then coachella maybe even build my own tour always coachella <laughs> always coachella i'm like 
Listen, Coachella, just so now we know what success me. looks like. <laughs> I'll go on at twelve yeah. p.m. <laughs> yeah. I have an idea. Do lab. I'll be I'll on the do lab. <laughs> I have an idea about this. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I have an idea about this that we'll discuss offline, so we don't, you know, give away any spoilers. Cool, cool, okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, this has been awesome, Lexi. Uh, I don't know if you have any que- questions. I'm good, but it's been. Do you awesome. have any questions for us? No, this discussion Thank was you. really, it's really good. It's I'm happy you. I came yeah. here. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And I'm glad. I'm glad we connected. I think that you know, in the beginning, it's. Like a lot of time, like ninety nine percent of the time, we have never met the person, and so we like it that way. And people are like, a lot of PR teams will hit us up, and uh, they'll be like, "Oh, can you send us over your questions?" And we're like, "Oh, uh, no, right. that's what I never like my you're questions get a before." Blank email. Uh-huh. You're gonna get a blank email from us because yeah, you don't even know what the questions know. are no, yet. Like mm-hmm. we know like a little bit, but yeah. just enough to like not know. Right, yeah, like you, we just want to have a very smooth. I mean, at this point, we're at a point where we don't even like. If we don't know anything about them, we just don't even search about them. We just like sit down and have a raw conversation. Yeah, those, are conversations. those are the best ones. Yeah, those are the best ones. So, well, thanks well for Lexi, thank me. you so much for being here and ha- listen being to my music, everybody. For sure, yeah, music coming <laughs> out me. soon. We'll link it. That'll be great. Thank you.